Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hey, property magicians, welcome, welcome to episode 103 of the Property Magicians podcast. So if you just joined us, my name is Wangile Makwakwa. I am the host for the show. I help women of color heal ancestral money trauma so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income and live their best lives. And with me today is my incredible co-host. This is me. I'm Dr. Miranda Prokdok Mam. I am a property mentor for beginners. I help you get from your anxiety, your fear to investing in your first property. And maybe more than that, do uh, some passive income investing in property. And this Mm. episode 103 is brought to you by Wealthy Ones Property Stock Fell that we launched officially on the 2nd of December. And guess what, Vangile? What, Mizo? I see you playing with your phone. (laughs) (laughs) It is the the 7th day of since the official um, uh, public launch. Public launch. And we have raised 84,692 rands. Guys. Oh my gosh. That is so exciting. (laughs) That is exciting. Wealthy Ones Property Stock Fell had a soft launch in August, guys. And we did our first deal. And we have invested 330,000 with a fractional ownership model. Mm -hmm. We are doing a second deal in a flip. Yes. A bear strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, with another company, and we are looking to raise a million rents by the 6th of January. And this is our intention. So if you want to join us, please go to Stockfella, the app Stockfella, S-T-O-K-F-E-L-L-A, and go and find Wealthy Ones Property Stockfell. You, you join at a minimum of a thousand bucks and put in the money that you want. This particular deal, we're doing for about 12 to 16 weeks with a return mm. of 15,000, uh, 15%. 15% in three to four months. So if you want to yeah. join us and get your return very quickly for the Easter holidays or for mid-year next year, please join us at Wealthy Ones Property Stockfell and find us on Stockfeller. And we are we do have a landing page, by the way. Mm. It is www.wealthy-money forward slash stockfell oh dot com forward slash stockfell oh (laughs) okay yeah dot com forward slash dot stockfell yeah that's it yeah all right but we'll leave it in the in the podcast notes so that you you know where Mm. to find us and you know how to find us and once you register on stockfeller you join us on our group whatsapp where we do all the updates all righty let's get into this episode this is exciting then (laughs) yes it is exciting wow okay so guys super exciting we are talking to tabo and he is talking to us about his real estate investment journey which funny enough reminds me a lot of mizos property (laughs) investment journey (laughs) it does 
why this podcast is so powerful, right? Yeah. Is we love hearing people's challenges and the mistakes that they made when they started out in property. Because the truth is that most people, when they start out in property, make mistakes. Or even in investing or anything with money, we come, we come to the money work, most of us, because we've made so many mistakes. So Tabo, in this journey, t- t- talks to us about going from a property that is makes no money where he's actually putting in money for five full years, you guys. And then now he is talking about raising money for 130 million rand development. That is insanely powerful. So in this podcast, he takes us through that entire journey. How incredible is that? He is. He is. I think the authenticity of, 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 failure in property investing Mm. is actually what makes him such a great coach and the strategy that he coaches in is development only it's an advanced strategy uh, because he's a property developer he's passionate and his passion comes from the fact that he doesn't want you to fail he doesn't want you to and he's got a gift for for our listeners by the way Yes, he so, does. We're not going to tell you guys the gift, but you have to listen until the till end the of end. this podcast to this get an, the gift, right? Absolutely. So yeah. definitely listen to the end, you guys. And without further ado, we give you Tabo. Yay. Welcome to the show, Tabo. It's great to have you. Uh, thank you, guys. It's such a pleasure as well. Super excited to be to be part of this uh, platform t- uh, this afternoon. Yeah, yes. thank you. So, Tabo, to start us off, please tell us, who are you as a human being and what do you do? I, I'm okay. I'm a father of three, three boys, uh, married, oh. of course. Uh, of nice. course. That's the case. Uh, yeah, that's more from a personal point of view. Right. Career point of view, I'm a full-time property developer. I'm also okay. a full-time property coach as well. I mean, those are the two heads uh, that I'm wearing okay. at the moment. Okay. Mm. Wow. Did you always start as a property developer, Tabo? Where did you come from? No, not at all. I mean, I've got a very <laughs> diverse uh, career, you know, I don't know. Right. If you really, yeah. I mean, I started off as a pharmacist. You know. Wow. I, yeah, I trained off as a pharmacist. <laughs> uh, so my career is, yeah, is very diverse. You know, so very. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I started off as a pharmacist. I did a lot of things in between uh-huh. until, of course, I got up to about three and a half years ago, to be exact, when I got into property on a full time basis. Oh, wow. so how did you? How did you get into property? I mean, pharmacy and property, these are Gosh. two totally different fields. I guess I guess I learned, I learned the strategy of uh, diversification probably very early in my career because okay. even my career is very diversified. I started off as a pharmacist. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll cut long story short. I mean, did my MBA in finance, then left pharmacy completely. I've worked in oil industry, lubricants. I've worked in the FMCG, right. which is SAP, South African Bureau at the time. 
Yeah. Moved on into Coke, you know, led it ultimately into tele- telecoms at Vodacom, you know. Wow. So if you look at that, and if you look at that career history, mm-hmm. it's, it, it was a deliberate growth, a deliberate growth and a diversification strategy to grow, but to grow in the manner that you manage the risk, you know, you manage, you manage, mm-hmm. you manage the risk, you hedge your risk as you, as you grow. So, mm-hmm. but property, of course, has always been my passion. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago before we moved up to Jorek. I mean, we attended one of these many property webinars and sessions. Eh? That, I mean, yeah. that was way back, probably uh, maybe 15 years ago from now, you know? Yeah. And yeah, immediately after that, I, I then invested in property. We invested in property the, the wrong way because we were taught the wrong way at the time mm-hmm. by the company then. So, so the, the interest has been there from long time, from long time ago. But of course, God bent, did things that, uh, very badly, very poorly. Okay. Mm. I'm, we're going to pack that. I, I'd love to hear about that because it, it looks like most of us start with wrong investment and then we cost correct and then we, we, we rectify it. But for some reason, we don't give up. You know, this is just the interesting thing. Most of us start there. So, Tabo, tell us a little bit, when and why yeah. did you buy your first property? Did you, were you thinking real estate at the time or were you buying a roof over your family's head? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you stole my, you stole my words. No, I was going to say it was more for, for a roof over the head. I mean, that's the first property uh, that I bought, you know, yeah. no real estate. Nothing in mind. Yeah. Let me have a roof yeah. over the head. I could afford it. Let me just buy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tabo, tell us a little about your first property. What was that like? And then, how? Why did you then buy the first property right as though your head? And then what moves you into the second property, into property investing? I don't investing? like your internet, Vangile. Yeah. Guys, the, we seem to be having a tech issue okay, here. Okay, did you guys hear let that? Me ask, I did. Like, yeah, let me ask Vangile's question so you, that... You we, got it. Please. I um, got it too. Yeah. Wow. Hey, I'm not sure what's going on with the internet today. Tabo, are you still here? Yes, I could hear the question from Vangile very vividly. So, yeah, Mizo, Tabo is fine, but you're stuck. Oh, I see. Yeah, so also switch off your video. It seems that both of us are having tech issues today. I'm not going to switch mine. I like to see myself when I talk. Look at my emotions. You know, actually, I also like seeing myself. I know I'm frustrated with this. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Ven. You were, did you finish your question? Yes, I did. Actually, I switched my question to ask Tabo. Okay, so he got the, the first property was a roof over his head. But then what... Uh, what motivated him so that he got the second property and started moving into property investing? What was the shift? What happened for you, Tavo? Well, when I bought the, uh, the first property, the interest rates 
were at, were at an all-time low. You know, it was during the property boom of the time. So it was a natural, uh, it was it was really a natural progression from renting, you know, for a couple of years. I've been renting. Now the rent, the rent were almost at the same level as the bonds, you know, for the same same kind of property. Then the ownership then became the trigger for me that now I want to own my property. You know, you're getting it at an all-time all-time low of the interest rate. So that was really the main motivation for the first property. The second property, and the first one was just the roof over the head of my over our head, residential. Uh, the second one was an investment decision that was that went wrong. You know, okay. so despite you know attending those trade property training courses and yeah i mean the strategies that we taught were the wrong ones when you compare then and now and what we do ourselves and what we teach people we're definitely teaching them not the stuff that we were taught which was, which was the wrong way to look at things at the time so the second one really was prompted by my desire to expand my property portfolio because the equity on the first property was growing you know yeah so i could then afford the next property, you know, yeah. and then I thought I'll uh, invest uh, from a very informed position, but it was not to be the case. So yeah. really that's how the move, the move from the first to the second based on the need to invest, grow my portfolio. I've raised equity, I had good equity on my first property. Now I really wanted just to expand my property portfolio. Okay, let's let's just ask that specific about that. Um, so, what is the strategy that you were taught, and why did you choose it at the time? Uh, why did it look look convenient and the right one at the time? Just just take us through that. Yeah. What is the strategy that you used? Great looking, question. Looking back well. now, with hindsight, I mean, they say hindsight is the best teacher. It is. Always. They said, they said property, uh, they said you can invest. Doesn't have to be cash flow positive from day one. Because I know. Property, appre property appreciates over time. Mm. So six, seven, eight years or whatever, I mean, your property will appreciate, the rent will appreciate, you know, and then, I mean, assume <laughs> your, your bond repayment stays the same, that over time will break even and then you start to make money over time. What time that was? No. I couldn't question it then because I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. better. So I bought into I bought into into that strategy as yeah. was taught at the time. You yeah. Know? So which is contrary to what we know, you know. Yeah. Because they were teaching us to speculate, basically. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It seems sure. like a strategy that they sell to all medical people, Tabo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any time. Yeah, no, anytime. I was but sold. I, I was oh, sold yeah. that. I was sold that promise as well. And in year three, there was still zero cash flow. And in year four, when it was expected to cash flow, it was going to cash flow at a nominal four hundred and five rands or some stupid thing what? like that. What? Yeah. You, you, I, so I didn't know it was that bad, guys. I keep doing a live about this this property that wouldn't cash flow, but I'm so glad. <laughs> and when people ask me, why would you do property mentorship when you failed? But that's exactly why Tabo and I do this. You know, he coaches because he knows the 
pain. Oh, it's so painful. Thank you for sharing that, Tabo. It's such an incredible thing for our people to know that you can buy from day one. And please, no no cash flowing after five years and seven years. I I know, that's criminal. So, wow, Tabo, I'm so shook, actually, that people are being taught this. And you got this in training, right? Yeah, I know Mizo also got trained for this. I remember I know. This very clearly. <laughs> I got a front row seat to Mizo's experience. So it's, yeah, I saw it. Um, so then, Tavo, how did you get out of this? How did you know this was the wrong strategy? You know, because Mizo, I'd also be interested to hear your point yeah. of view. When did you, re- I know you, I think it was with John, right? It but was. Tavo, when did you realize that this is not the right strategy that property should cash flow from day one? Yeah. No, it was draining my cash flow. It was draining my cash flow every month. I mean, yeah. I'm having to fork out. I didn't know, understand that I'm subsidizing someone's lifestyle at the time. But what I knew is that every month, you know, I have to pop out some money to top up. I mean, to top up the shortfall in the, in, in the bond. And secondly, every now and then, things will break, you know. I know. You have to do maintenance. Now I'm doing maintenance out of my own pocket, you know. But it went on for quite a, for a while, you know. What is a while, Tabo? What is a while? <laughs> <laughs> we love the details here, Tabo. Five like, years. Ooh. No, no, I kept it. I kept it. <gasps> I kept it for years. five years. Guys, no. Uh, uh, no. this is painful. I'm telling you, mine was three years, Tavo. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know, guys, this is not the way, hey? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I guess if you don't know better, and then you're able to to afford whatever that shortfall is, you just keep going, you know? But until the mist, you know, I mean, goes out of your eyes, and you start to realize now, when you start to cut, I mean, to calculate going backwards, you say, no, on average, how much have I been paying, uh, paying to this? Then that's when you realize, geez, you know, there's a lot of money that's just gone into a hole. You know, and not as if the rent was going up. The rent was not going up, you know, but the cost, you know, the rates and taxes were going up every year, double digits, you know, the levies were going up every year in double digits, you know. Yeah. So then that's when I realized that, geez, that I need to, Get out of this property. Quick, quick. Sure. And the rent was staying constant. What did you say there, buddy? No, I was saying the rent wasn't going up. Was it because of the location? Were you not able to increase it at least 10% a year or, or something? No. no. The rent is a function of the market. You know, yeah, okay. I think the location was was not that bad. You know, yeah. the the complex was very good. You know, okay. it was in a fast growing fast growing area. You know, but of course, the rent is a function of of the market. You know, so they were not growing as fast as as your rates and taxes. I mean, rates and taxes they're growing double digits and more. But at best, I mean, the the rent was growing around six seven percent. You know, yeah. remember because they will take the rates and taxes. Uh, They'll take them to to inflation at the very best, you know. Yeah. Remember that time our inflation yeah. was around six, around hovering around six and seven percent. 
Yeah. And you had a property management company, obviously, to look over the maintenance and blocked toilets. You were not doing that yourself because you still had your executive job. I wish I did. I was doing it myself. I was doing it, I was doing it myself. So collecting the rent myself. But that I stopped. That one, I, at least I learned very quickly to get out within two years. I was yeah. collecting the rent myself for two years fixing and all that and then I realized geez, it's too much to follow I mean to follow up on the tenant and there was delayed in payments I didn't have so much of I was fortunate you know I didn't have a problem with the tenants but the biggest problem was the the maintenance related uh, issues Cost. you know yes because mm. now you have to go buy these things at the warehouse hardware shop you have to get someone to fix. oh that was the irritating part you know so yeah. it was more that unfortunately mm. the quality of the tenants was good. I mean, okay. by stroke of luck, it was not by any science or anything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Tabo, how did you get out of that one for you to get into the third re- piece of real estate? And was that successful? So that one I just sold. So at the time, yeah, no, the no. No, no, it wasn't. It was five years later. I mean, I sold it. I mean, it was a loss because I sold it at the same price I bought it for you know, five years ago. Oh, know, same thing. Oh. Same, same, same price. <laughs> same price. So yeah. it all, the, all the subsidies. So I sold it at a loss, you know, in in real on in, in real, real terms. In real yeah. terms, it sold at a loss. Yeah, that is so crazy because, you know, I think this is so powerful like what we're talking about, because what you're talking about Tabo, is really interesting because people are always taught. I see it all the time, all over social media. You can't go wrong with real estate. Real estate Mm. will always appreciate. There's no Mm. loss that you can make in real estate. Even if you lose money on the rent, you'll always make it on the appreciation. And you're saying five years later, this property didn't appreciate in value. Totally. Absolutely. You know, so we're not going to go into, yeah, because this is not a mentorship course. We're not going to go to the reasons why these things happen. But that's the that's the truth of the matter. Hence, we now that we know better, and this is this has been proven over and over again, that you need you make money when you buy. You make money yeah. when you buy. So you, yeah. you need to uh, invest in a property that makes money from day one. That makes yeah. money from 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 day one. Anything else beyond that is nothing else but uh, gambling, speculation. You speculating. Now, once you get into into the realm of speculation. You're gonna make a lot of mistakes, you know, you know, yeah. you know, and you're gonna start off from a very, very wrong footing, you know, from a wobbly, wobbly footing, wobbly foundation, from which chances are not gonna be able to come back. And the only come back that you can do is to cut your losses and cross correct. I mean, like Miranda said, you know, and cross correct yourself, you know, mm. and seek better advice now. After that, read a little, mm. read more more empower yourself more you know uh, that's um, that's the best way to i mean when, when you're down the only way i mean there's only one way one way up you know yeah when you're down yeah you know yeah so you can yeah you can lift yourself up 
Yeah. So who rescued you, Tabo? Uh, or how did your how where did you get the intelligence of rescue? How did you get after this painful five years of of paying for a property that wasn't going anywhere? It was a after that, I mean, sold the property, then I moved, of course, into various corporate roles in my life, you know, so okay. not so much investing in property at the time. But really the trigger came when I had to leave, you know, my last uh, corporate job. job you yeah. Know? That's when the penny dawned. That's when the penny dropped, you know. Yeah. That, gee, now you need to start thinking about Think bigger you. things in life. I mean, yeah. yes, corporate is good. The, the salary was good. There's no, I don't, I don't want to lie about that. Yeah. But now you're much more wiser. You're now thinking about the, the wealth in a, in a different way. Absolutely. And then you look back, all your life incorporate, you realize that, you know what? But I've been created, I've been created wealth here. All that yeah. is done is just cash flow. It's just mm. money. As you move from one job to another, you put it into a provident, into a preservation fund. Yeah. You look at the growth. What five percent? What's five percent do? You know, you know. <laughs> then that's when the penny dropped. That gee, now I need to start ser- thinking seriously now about yeah. creating wealth, about wealth, wealth creation. Yeah. So really, that was the game changer in terms of the mind shift okay. to start to think not longer of being. I've done corporate for long. I mean, I've been up to a senior senior management role. You know, executive mm. at Oracle. I guess, I mean, that's those kind of roles that don't come any cheap, you know, mm. or any easy. Then I said, mm. what, is, what is the next step really for me? Do I yeah. go work for another boss? I mean, what more will I learn? Honestly, yes, you learn all the time, you know, but what more will I learn? And, and what is my orientation now? Right. And, and my orientation was clear. I was into moving to the wealth creation space. And yeah. property was definitely the, was the, definitely the asset class. Uh, that was going to be able to uh, assist me. I'll use the words carefully. Assist yeah. me on the journey towards creating that wealth and legacy. And yeah. the, uh, at that time, and uh, at that time, just create wealth and then create. I mean, leave legacy for for family. Yeah. Yeah. So the the third real piece of real estate then became what in that regard. The third one also became my own because we moved. I said, remember, I said we relocated. Oh yes. Uh, from Durban to to Joburg. So the third yeah. one was also a residential. I was still in corporate, corporate. Okay. Yeah. Still in corporate at the time. Still intent on being in corporate. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, so, okay, Ben, go ahead. Okay. So I wanted to ask Tabo. So now, how did you then move into, I guess, real estate investing that allowed yeah. you to have cash flowing properties? Did you go to another training course? Did you read books? And then how did you make the transition? Yeah. So now I started reading quite uh, quite, uh, quite a lot, you know. Then... Then came across lots of uh, opportunities to attend uh, seminars and stuff like that. You know, read lots, attended some. You know, uh, and stuff like that. So did a lot of did a lot of reading to empower myself until 
uh, ultimately, I then joined, uh, I, I went to attend one of the webinars. And then um, I had other webinars at the time. Those were workshops because we're doing them live. Live, the time, yeah. You know, mm. and then from then, then I never looked back, you know, because it's not so much what you remember, at least I had a, a, a real mirror to look at, you know, to look at I mean, the mistakes that I had made. Now I could now link what I was getting now in you right way of doing things, this is what I've done in the past, then I could see that this is makes now sense, you know, this education now makes a lot more sense. That's how then I made the decision now to say, okay, I said, at the time, I said, let me give it a try. Let me give okay. it a try and see how things will go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And what strategy did you adopt this time? Was it again a single family or did you change strategy? And by what? In the first year, first mm-hmm. year, first 12 months, I did um, two strategies primarily, okay. property development okay. and capital flipping. You were brave. So capital flipping, more for <laughs> cash flow. Okay. Started property development journey, more for the wealth creation now. Right. You know, financial freedom for yeah. later on, yeah. for later on in the years. Yeah. My goodness, but that's brave because, you know, the question that I ask is after, after, after the, the failure of the first um, investment property, for you to come from buying a single family uh, property to go straight into development, what emboldened you? What, what, how, how did you even navigate the doubts and the fear in, 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 that, in that case? I mean, without a doubt, I mean, correct. I had a good mentor. My mentor okay. was someone who'd already uh, been in the property development for way longer than I am. Okay. And someone who had seen it all yeah. across all the property value chains. Yeah. You know, from being a professional himself, having had a run of construction, having lost a lot of money on development in a very short space of time, you know, had, had the development already. So, so I spent a lot of time with him as well, almost on a daily oh, okay. basis. You know, I mean, um, see, I could see the the value of the networks. I mean, uh, he okay. had, you know, we moved from one project, so I could see things really happening. Not necessarily mine, but of yeah. course, his and other people uh, that he's mentoring and assisting, either in his uh, as a mentor or as a in his professional career. Yeah, and that gave me. The leap of faith to okay. say, let me take a leap of faith here, you know, and try and again. Get into this property and get into this development and do it full time and full do time. it full time. At the time, mm. that was the decision. Yeah. Phew. Mm. No, you are bold straight there into the development. But I like what you are saying, Tabo, because when we tell people that we've failed in property investing, when we started, they don't believe how how confident we are right now and how we speak, we still speak about property investing as such a lucrative asset class for, you know, steady asset building and steady wealth building mechanism. People, people find it hard to believe that we can even still do it, right? Mm, mm, no, yeah. that's correct. That's, that's yeah. correct. 
Yeah. yeah. So, wow, that is so interesting. So, Tabo, let's talk about um, the first deals, right? Can you tell us about your first flip and your first development? Yes. Oh, my gosh, we, yes. It helps <laughs> so many people. Tell us about the challenges, the aha moments, what you learned from the process. Yeah. Such a good no, question. No, okay. no, what is important, you've got to believe in the process. Okay. You've got to believe, believe. in the process. Mm. And then firstly, you've got to have faith, and then really faith, and then commitment. More than mm. anything else, commitment. I, I mean, I've seen lots of people that come in high spirits, high energy levels, but mm. in no time, those energy levels, they fade away, you know? Yeah. Because the level True. of commitment just just evaporates, you yeah. know? I mean, uh, success, success is a habit. Success is a habit. If you, you sure. it's something that you're going to have to do sure. all over and all over again. It has to be in your DNA. It has to be ingrained in you. You know, you have to understand that success comes through doing things over and over and over again. It becomes sure. a habit that repeats these things over and over again. You know, you have to, I mean, again, I mean, you did this. I mean, repetitive motions. As you do one thing over again, you become more skillful. Once you become more skillful, you become more productive. You know, your 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 output increases. You know, it's exactly the same. So, so the first one, uh, so to speak, you know, well, okay. The first one is a property development. It's a, it was a land or incomplete structure that we bought in uh, in Pretoria. Myself okay. and the business partner didn't know the person at the time, but my mentor know the individual. Then he connected me with the individual. We looked at the property. I ran the numbers. I could run the numbers at the time. Then I could quickly see that, oh, now this development can work. Let's park it there for now. We'll come to the its own challenges. It had all okay. its own challenges. Yeah. All right. So that was the first development. <laughs> uh, and then the flip was a flip I did in Botsbeck. I went, I went to, I attended uh, an auction. I bought okay. it off an auction. And then again, all the things that you learn, don't be emotional, run your numbers, do your market okay. research before you go there. You know, I did all of those things. And then, yeah, yeah, I got it. And then 151,000 rents, I think, to the exact uh, net profit uh, I made within five, five months eh, on that first yeah. capital flip. Yes. Oh, wow. You made a profit of 151,000 rand in five months. Yeah. In five months, yeah. Mm, yeah nice. that's it yes so i mean I, li I, li I like that also again for me your courage you you really committed to you really committed to 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 real estate investment the courage of going to an auction again this is the first time you're doing this you go to an auction you're doing a flip were you still working when you did the flip or did you no, no, I wasn't working at the time. So yeah. that's when I was into property, in full, full time now. I wasn't working yeah. at the time. Yeah. So of but, course I attended a couple of auctions before, you know, before yeah. before uh, bidding for the first time ever, you know. So I went there to observe a couple of times, maybe I think three times, mm -hmm. you know, at the same auction, you know, mm -hmm. same auction, three. I mean, they did them. I think I can't remember now. I think every two weeks. On a yeah. basis, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I like that. 
I like that very much. And Tabo, at this time, did you have clear systems of how you're going to run your your property business where you coached into having a proper financial system, a proper flipping, flipping, I don't know what to call it, a flipping notebook to say, and then after this stage, this is what I'm doing. What, what Were you walking through that with a mentor or you just decided this is what I want to do? Mm, great question. I didn't go there with a notebook, but I went there with two things. Firstly, which I'd learned, of course, through the programs that I'd attended, which were okay. good, which was really good. I mean, I really encourage people to attend these programs before mm. they invest. You know, firstly, yeah. was to run the numbers. Run the numbers. So I did sure. run the numbers. Market yes. research, did a market research of the area. Literally, when I went there on the first one, I went there with my laptop. <laughs> my laptop, you know, <laughs> the model with the laptop, as the numbers were changing, I was changing them to see what would be my net profit. Right. Uh, remember, mm. I'm a beginner here. You know, I'm wet behind the ears. So I'm looking at that bottom line to make sure that bottom line Absolutely. is protected. You know, at the time, not all not all the numbers, I could keep them in my head, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I went there with a, with a laptop. When I was sitting <laughs> with a laptop on my lap, you know? <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. And this is exactly what teaches people when I tell them that, you know, these calculators will not work for you, especially when you're starting. You need that spreadsheet. And when you see it change and then it goes red, you're like, oh, okay, this is when you stop bidding. Okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And you leave and you leave. And it's fine. It's fine to leave an auction without having bought. You said you went five Mm. times to the auction, five times times and you may have viewed over 30 properties by that time hey so powerful i really really love that wow that is incredible (laughs) so then tabo how did you so now you did the flip then you did the development tell us a little about the development because it was your first development (laughs) the Ah. incomplete structure yeah development yeah i mean it looked like straightforward yeah it looked Straightforward at the time, it's an incomplete structure. So it already been funded by some of the uh, credible uh, DFIs. We're not gonna mention the names. Okay. So it means everything was in place, you know, mean, meaning all the statutory requirements were in place and right. feasibility is done. But yeah, I mean, lo, lo and behold, Okay. you know, <laughs> When you got in, uh-huh. the building plans are there, all the plans are there, so we can see we can do a nice superstructure of 84 units. Okay. That's what the building plans are telling us. That's what the zoning certificates are there. All the things are in place. Now, the professional team goes on site. Right. They find out, geez, what has been built and what's on paper, which is the plans, completely doesn't talk to each other. And you've so already bought by that time. Come again? But you've already bought the structure by that time. So we already bought the structure at the time. So we only the structure sure. for the title deed of the structure at the time. So we had to do new feasibilities. Remember, now right. apply for new funding. Yeah. So we did that. We did that and then submitted. 
and then it was approved as well. So it got approved, you know, so, so. Yeah. Then no, there was nothing that you could do with this structure. The structure that exists probably six, seven million invest going into it already. The foundation was there, the structure went to the first, uh, into the first, uh, first floor already. Big columns, big beams, huge reinforcing, a lot yeah. of over, 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 uh, over capital investing into that. They did the yeah. supposed to that. But the long shot of it, we then had to, the structure had to be demolished because yeah. it wasn't going to talk to what the was plans. required to the scheme that was required. So it had to be demolished. We then went yeah. to look for the building plans. Oh my gosh, you guys demolished the structure. Yes. Yeah, the, the structure had to go. The <gasps> building plans were there. When you started to look at them carefully, they were approved within a, what, a day, you know, and oh. head off. We went to look for the file now because we got to have the file at the municipality. No, let's not let's not mention the names. I mean, I did say it's fine. I did it's mention fine. where the building is earlier on. So for those people who have got uh, ears, they will they will have heard. Okay, I mean, mm. I, I'm not gonna be here to to mm. to mention the names, you know, to drop the names and you know. But yeah, so if you had where our development is, and so that's that's the municipality, of course, that we have gone to. Wow. So you started with demolishing. Was it properly rezoned? Let's start there. No, no, the zoning was correct. No, no, okay. the zoning was correct, which was good. Is that that the scheme for the for what was supposed to be done, mm. the, the scheme was not complying, you know. So okay. they wanted to do 84 units as an example, but the number of the parking base allowed as part of the scheme were not complying. The number was supposed to be X number of parking bays for the X number of the units, they were not there. So it became clear, given the size of the land, as we're digging and probing further, that yeah. we couldn't continue with that scheme as it was. You know, sure. we then needed to change the strategy of the scheme, you know, yeah. from being a normal center into student accommodation. So when we started okay. to do that, then of course, this is now the process starts afresh. We have to do a road impact study, public notice, yeah, uh, parking realization. Mm. We, but all those things they went very well. I mean, they went through very right. well. But it just delayed the process. That's what I'm yeah. trying to put across. When mm. you started, excited, everything is in place, and then when you get in onto the ground, you find that it's not as what it's supposed to be. And yeah. along the way, you had to change the strategy and the course. Unfortunately. It's still that to a higher, a higher learning institution. So right. to change to change the strategy to student accommodation just made perfect sense, you know, given okay. everything else. Okay. Wow, man. This is such an incredible story. I, I, I really like stories like that because when 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 you do certain things and and even at the best interest, even with a with another um, developer who is who is who is um, um, experienced, you will still miss some things, right? And 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 I just like the fact that again, that did not deter you 
<laughs> that didn't make you give up on on property investment that is for yeah. me that is just the most incredible thing right because this is a bigger headache right yeah, so how long did this development take you then tabo because now you started with demolish de- demolishing and then paying professionals again yeah and ultimately yeah. how how did it end up as the good news Okay, the good news is that yesterday we were on site to hand over the site to the contractor to say the contractor can now start the construction. Okay. This is exactly three years later. Sure. Three years later. Remember 2020 was wiped away by COVID. Yeah, yeah. We come back post-COVID, material prices have shot up. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Yeah. You need to write a book. (laughs) No, No, but I feel like everyone that talks about developments, Mizo, they come with horror stories like this. Well, not everyone, most people. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow, it's a lot. It's a lot. Shot up. What was approved? And what is now the reality? Because we, we had to go on tender now. Remember, we didn't know when to go on tender with this uncertainties. But anyway, early this year, we needed to go on tender. We then realized around about May, all people coming that, gee, this thing has gone expensive now because yes. of prices everywhere you go. But anyway, to cut the long story, I mean, those are the pains that you go through. So yeah. there's a shortfall now, a certain X amount of shortfall. 3.25 million shortfall oh. that we have to go yes. find. Yes, no, you have to go find. Oh, yeah, you were awarded financial assistance, right? Well, but now so it's course, not going to be enough. <laughs> it's not going to be enough. And the final oh. are saying, no, you need to go raise that 3.25 million on your own, guys. We're not going to give it to you. Sure, guys. Jeez. What do you do? You've got the money to do a 55 million development, let's say. 51 at a time. Yeah. You just shot up 3.25 million. Do you give up? You do can't. You don't. No, you don't give up. You're too close to, you're too, to, too the, close end. to the end. Yeah. You're too close to the, to the finishing line. You have to be now, be creative. You have to now yeah. draw from all your years of uh, creativity, ingenuity, uh, value engineering. But okay, the long story short. Yeah. We then have to look at what we call very engineering. What is it? What is it that you can do away with? You know, yeah, yeah. In this, you know, cost cost efficiencies, yes. so to speak. We looked at that. Since, I mean, we started at six. No, no. In fact, the cost of around was around five million. After doing the cost efficiencies, it came down to three point two five million. Okay. Because we couldn't cut any further now. We couldn't cut yeah. any further. But anyway, we then had to do a motivation. So we spoke to our professional team. So thanks God. I mean, two of them, they came on board and said, guys, we will suspend our professional fees. You know? Okay. Uh, we're not going to pay our professional fees. It was X amount. We still had a shortfall. We then, uh, what, we then motivated. We, and there's a development close by, a big one, with over 2,000 students. We met with these guys. They are big operators. Big, big okay. operators. Okay. The company, big, big. They said, guys, would you be able to transport our kids, our, you know, 
Remember, some of the money is going to be used to buy the buses, you know? Okay, said, yes. yes. We could do that. Then we went to, to these two funders with a with a motivation. Say, guys, this is the motivation. This uh, this guy's professional team, they can forego X amount. This guy, they can transport. So we've got enough money at least to do the construction work as well as to... To uh, complete and start to operating. To the professional fees and complete this, yeah. So that's how then... Ultimately, and then we got the final approval. Oh no! One of the fathers, they then took it to their board. You okay. Know? They took it to the our motivation to the board, and then the board came back. If anything, with more money to our surprise, you know. Really wow. nice. You know, and yeah. then that's how then we were able to appoint the contractor. They said, guys, appoint the contractor. Now they're putting us on a pitch. Just appoint the contractor. Get going, get going, so that your building plans can be done. You guys can get into construction. Yeah, so, yeah. So that right, this is, is amazing. That is incredible. I'll call it a roller coaster. It is. It's a roller coaster of emotions as well. Yeah. yeah. One day you are excited. You are on the, what, you are on the crest of the wave. The following day you are on the trough. Yeah. Yeah. But what is important is, you know, this wave. How do I then make sure that I navigate it out, and ensure that I swim ashore? You know. Yeah. 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 Really, that becomes critical in the success of. As I said, you need to believe in the process. You need to have faith, and then it's not so much about the start, but it's so much about the finishing, the destination. The finishing. Because destination. The destination is bigger than the start. It's yeah. bigger yes. than the start. Yeah. So if you keep that in mind, you keep yourself focused on the price, not on the process to get to the price or now you're going to go there, but focus on focus on the price and make sure that you've got all the plans that are really you're executing, despite, of course, the roller coaster, the zips and the zags, but keep your eye on the board. Keep your eye on, on the, the big price. Because like once that. you land there on the big price, it's gonna change things in a way that you're never gonna believe. You know, I'm yeah. sure you'll forget all the pains that you've got. All this through. pain. That's mm. so true. That's so true. And Tabo, you touch on something about the professional fees. I am told that in development, it's not unheard of that even before you lay the first brick, you can spend a million, two million um, before you even see any structure on just professional fees. Is that is that true? I've never done a development. I, I, I look at it and I just go, wow. And I'm like, send my money there. I don't want to go there. Is it true? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. no, you come on board now. Remember, I mean, we, we're now been tried and tested now. I mean, we're into our second one. We're busy negotiating a third one. Things are moving completely different now because we know how to shorten the distance. But anyway, so yeah. let me come to, to the professional fees. You know, yeah. yes, you can absolutely. That's absolutely correct. That yeah. is one of the biggest uh, cost areas of entry into oh, property development. Okay. You know, okay, because yes. you now got to have X amount. Because these guys, they tell you that they, I mean, the development has got six stages. They can do maybe stage one for free, but the moment yeah. you get to stage two, stage three, they need yeah. to get paid. You know, yeah. they started to deploy their resources and yeah. more. Yeah. And then do you have that million rent? No, not many people have got. 
Emilion no, Renner in Iran. Absolutely not. But but that's just a problem. It's a solution. You can be able to work around that. You know, we've developed good and solid, robust relationships with some of our professional teams. That, I like. I'm not saying this with any uh, hint of bragging. That yeah. in two years that we've been together, we've not paid them a cent, but they've been together with us. Yesterday, yeah. we were handing over all the professional team with them. They were all excited. You know? Sure. I mean, sure. two years later, they've been earned a cent. This yes. is what we call doing, doing, doing the job at risk, accepting that there's a risk associated with this. But some of them, we've gone and gotten them jobs, you know, gotten them projects that have gone yeah. and given them money. Even before I like it. Well, you know, so that's I how like it happened. That. So you do this on a risk, but it doesn't mean that Tabo and them, they'll forget you, you know, yeah. yes. on the one hand. And they help yeah. you, not they help you, then they refer you to other projects. So you end up getting other projects without sweating at all. Without so sweating. Them, they've moved on to more than one project, you know, without okay. any sweat. You know, so wow. the collaboration in the network and the solid relationships that you then get to build. You know? Oh, tough. So hence, you know, yeah, I said, I mean, if you want to do a development, certainly know that we'll manage all those things for you because yeah. we've got people who can do that. Yeah. My but goodness. Of course, they, of course, only if the, the, the development makes commercial sense, it takes all the yeah. courses, would they be yes. prepared for them to take the risk? You know, sure. so it has to. So they knew that it's been fully funded. They knew nobody planned for COVID. The prices went up. They knew that we didn't have three million available, but the money was still there. You know, so again, yeah. I mean, some some of them they came onto the board you know, on board to assist sure. us. There. Yeah, sure. wow. my God, you've you've summarized how a tribe takes you from one point to the next point. We petite. I I am just I'm just in awe. And and I think property property teaches you that. It teaches you to take care of your relationships. It teaches you, yeah, it teaches you collaboration in a way that you 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 can never ever see. You know, you just don't see it. We we we've worked in hospitals. Sometimes mm. you don't even see that type of collaboration when a patient's life is right in the center of of all of you. You are busy bickering about who's who's better and who's more cleverer or the other. But I like that. I like. I mm. think that is my huge, huge takeaway there. Then I don't know about you. I know. <laughs> no, I I now want to learn more about the other. I do you have another development in place, Tabo? I know that. You were telling us that you are in the process of fundraising for a development. Oh, yeah. Can you please tell us about that? We are very yes, 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 yes. <laughs> we, we then of course are working on a, on the second one, an awesome one, Bramfontein, as well, yes. it's slightly bigger than the first one. We had to raise equity, nine million rands. Yes, we have nine million rands. No. Were we able to raise nine million dollars? Yes. Yes. Did it take us long? Yes. Did it take us over a year? Yes. Yes. You know, but <laughs> as long as we have to believe in the process and the faith, so we're, we're able to. So we're now going through the due diligence uh, all right. stage with one of the funders there, because all that they needed to see us being able to raise the nine million equity. The rest is all in place. You know? Absolutely. Again, we raised that through Section Twelve J. J, yeah. The mm. one that ended this year. So we started the Section 12J in 2010. 
where yeah. we started with a few investors, just our family and friends, because it was too good to believe. Too good yeah. to believe. Yeah. So the following year, when uh, they started doing their filing, tax filing, we saw the money coming in. We said, gee, this thing is happening. It's real. This thing works. Then it <laughs> works. Then we scale it up for the following year. Yeah. Then scale it up. We more than doubled the number of the investors. In fact, yeah. we more than tripled the number yeah. of the investors. You know, some, Absolutely. some because they sold the money to their bank accounts, and some they got millions, some they got half a million, some 300,000, depending, of course, on your on your on your on your on your, on your total pensionable salary. Pensionable salary. You know, yeah. Pensionable salary. So some brought more people, they reinvested themselves, cut a long story short. For the third year now, which is the one that ended now, we more than again, we doubled again on the first one, on the second one. So yeah. the thing kept growing, kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's how we we're able then to raise the equity for our second development. Development mm. puts, puts us in a, in, a, in, a, in a strong financial position to move into the third, the fourth, because we've got the equity now, you know, yeah. because we've got yeah. the equity. But this equity, yeah. of course, comes only through the tax filing season. So we're not going to yeah. get another injection next year when we, our investors start filing next year in July as well. But it's real. You know, yeah. It is real. But we have also equity investors as well. People okay. will put in their own uh, Money. cash monies mm-hmm. into the deal. And those are the ones that get better returns because they are taking higher risk with their money yeah. compared to the Section 12J investor who's used his taxes, so to speak, the yeah. money that was not going to be his or hers, that he didn't even know exist, you know? And for that, our scheme was very novel in that you didn't have to put in a, mil- a million rand, you just needed to put 25,000 rand. Yeah. And if you're earning tax refunds in the region of a million, but gets invested into the deal, it's a million rand for yeah. off, for men, 25,000 rand that you put in. So yeah. a good deal, a good deal, a good yeah. deal in that. You yeah. know? But equity what? investors, our philosophy yeah. with the equity investors, the people that are putting the money, those ones, you know, they're taking hard and money, put it into our development. We go a long way with it. So yeah. what I mean by that, we give you a better return. What is better return, Tabo? Don't be talking better. My, my, our, our listeners have become very clever now. What is better okay. return? Okay, so <laughs> I'll use the example of someone who's putting 500,000 into the property, man. Right. The, the stake, his equity there is worth, is valued. We gave him 3% equity. 3% equity. No ways. He so gets he ends, equity. He doesn't just get his money and some interest and go away. No, he got equity. 3% equity at cost. 3% of 18 million is 2.4 million rents. I, me, I'm excited. 2.4 million rents. You know? I know. So for yeah. people like those, because we're saying you're taking your heart and cash, you're investing in us because you believe in us, we need to also show our appreciation as well. You know, yeah. and give you a good a good return. So again, two point four million versus uh, five hundred thousand, but you don't get it immediately, of course. And of course. you're gonna have to wait for a minimum of five years invested. There's yeah. a lock-in period of yeah. five years. But even within yeah. that five years, 
your 500,000 will never grow almost five times. Almost never. five times. Wow. Never. So is that what, sorry to interrupt, Tabo, because I'm sure everyone's thinking what I'm thinking as we listen to this. Is it only with half a million rand that your money is growing five times or with any amount that you're putting in? Okay, no, good one, good one, Vine. Uh, those that came in early, that's yeah. the kind of the return we gave them because you took any risk, any risk with us while you were going through the process of um, putting together the deal. So you took early risk. The earlier yes. the risk, you, the higher the risk you take, the higher the return. But for yes. those, I'm giving you practical examples. For those that have come in after that, you know, the ones that have come in this year, for example, there's yes. many investors that have put in their money. I mean, for those, I mean, we gave them 2% equity. 2% Steel. Equity. Wow. Steel. 2%, 2% equity. So and no how other, much do they have to put in to get the 2% equity? How much? What is the minimum? Days. Yeah, what is that the bare minimum for investors to get involved? 250, we, 250 because we don't want to drop it too low and then you start to have too many investors mm. because the structure, you spoke about the structure, becomes too much unwieldy now, you know, unwieldy yeah. if you just got to. So you need to create a structure that is, I mean, that is... Uh, that is manageable. Manageable. But, mm. but we've got, you know, we've created a lot of things since we moved on. You know, we've we've partnered with other guys that do fraction, fractional title as well. Yeah. We've partnered with people that do uh, section 13 SEX, uh, yeah. uh, which is iCro to be specific. So what in which case, in some of those people could, but those are not ours. Those are not ours, but yeah. we could be, I mean, those are the partners, partners that you collaborated, where people could invest from as low as 50,000 rands and yeah. the functional ownership of that development. So of that development. I see. We've got partners like those. Lots of, lots of guys, lots, not lots of guys, partners have done a lot of good work. I mean, in the East Rand and then the East Rand as well as the Mid Rand area. area. So ours, ours is not just to people to, to invest in our own. Yeah. We used to invest within our network because the important, really, the, the, for us, it's, it's about being transformational. It's about yeah. changing people's lives. You yeah. know, it's about taking people from one, from one place where they are to the next level. You know, yeah. if it happens yes. with us, it's great. But if it happens with our within our partner network, that's also great. If it transforms people's lives and they get to invest in property, that's also perfectly mm. fine as well. You know? fine. So I, we, we, we're not greedy. We're not greedy at all. No, mm. you are a master. You are a master in this relationship. I, I, I marvel when, when I listen to people like that. When, when, whenever I talk about it, to say, you see these shopping malls, none of them are built by one person, guys. And we've yes. never been trained to think that way, to say yeah. big things happen when we move in a group, eh? in a collective, yep. and we yep. really need to be looking at the same thing. And what is it to me really to share a whole building? I, I'd love I'd love even half a percent of an 80 million rent development, right? Even a half a percent, mm. right? Because yes. sometimes we are looking at this 80 million, see if like really? Yep. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Yeah, if you try to get it all, it's not going to happen. You it's not even going to happen. Yeah? The, the power is in the numbers. The yeah. power. So awesome. if you get two or three or five of it, 
it changes your life because you now create, you start to create your own balance sheet. Exactly. You know, let's say you own 10% of it, that's 8 million at cost, at value, let's say it's um, it's, uh, it's 120 million at value, there's difference between cost and business value, exactly. and then you're owning 10%. What is 10% of 120 million? That's 12 million. 12 million. You now the balance sheet. You now start to create your own balance sheet. You now start to leverage of that investment. You do what you call a leverage, you know, yeah. and then you now start to move into your own developments as well, you know, where you start to own no longer 10%, but probably you now start to move into the areas of owning about 40% of a yeah. development of maybe 40 or 50 million. Then, you know, but just yeah. accept that just that small, don't try, because you're not going to have uh, 8 million all the money, but it doesn't make sense as well to put all your money, your all your, all your 8 million cash into an 80 million development. If you can bring other partners along, if you, you, know, mm. if you can bring other people along. Absolutely. You know, and then you can make mm. your 8 million go a long, a low, a long way, a long way for you. So those are the Absolutely. things, I mean, that we teach, you know, we don't only teach them, but we also practice them because we give our students opportunity to also invest in our deals, to see them at deals. Nice. For those that want to, of course. So Nice. And we create opportunities for them to invest in other deals. So we bring the deals as well. You go to our website, you'll see that, I mean, we've got a lot of deals on the website. So we differentiated ourselves from some of uh, some of the programs out there, you know. So we teach, teach. So we teach. We, I mean, we teach and walk there, and we walk the talk. And then we teach you, and we assist you to get the deal. Because the ultimate objective of any investor, someone who pays his hard-earned money to attend your program, the ultimate goal is to get a deal. That's really, yes. you know, yeah. is to get a deal. But we want you yeah. to be empowered with the knowledge, and then we assist yes. you to get a deal as well. So that's what you see when you get on our. Oh, wow. I Tatumo is speaking to our hearts. We like it. We like it very much. We I don't know it. about you. I we love it, Chip. We I don't know about you, Van, mm-hmm. but this is this is the kind of thing, you know. And and yeah, it took you too long, man, to get to our podcast. But I am yes. so honored you are here. Thank you so much. I too long for that the right time. Yeah, uh, well, I guess our stock fell. I he think he had so. to wait for that. <laughs> I think yes. so. Yeah, and we were looking for someone to educate our investors as we go along. You know, we don't want to place mm. our money and people forget about us and they come back and pay us. This is great. Yes. Yeah, this, this is, is incredible. What we do with our credit investors, we say, put the money in the in your uh, lawyer's trust account. Yeah. And only transfer it when the deal is starting. That's the kind of confidence. We don't want to take your money and we put ah. it in our account. You only put it in your trust account. When you sign all the legal agreements, the deal is kicking, getting off the ground. The only debt that you put, so so it's, it's a risk free, so to speak. Sure, it's risk free. Sure. Because you know if that deal doesn't go through, you get your money back anyway. So we make it easy for you. Can't get easier than that. Eh? Awesome. That is awesome. amazing. That's wow. amazing. We guys, we I'm, really love this. <laughs> I am, yeah, really, this is this is exactly what I needed at the end of a week day. Mm-hmm. All righty. I'm I am then. full as well. Uh, let's yeah. move on to the next segment, uh, Property Magicians. On to the next segment of our show, Magical Feedback from our hosts. 
where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode. So guys, welcome to Magical Feedback. But before we go any further, we're going to remind you guys that this uh, episode is sponsored by the Wealthy Ones Property Stockfile. And the Stockfile is currently in the middle of an incredible deal. We are looking to, we're we're looking to raise a million rand between now and January 6, 2022. We're going to be investing that money in a flip and making 15% return on investment in in three to four months, right? So you'll get your money back in three to four months and then uh, it will have 15% to it, which you already know, usually that's like a per annum thing, right? That's yeah. Those kinds of returns we can expect in like a year. In a year. And, but with property, there are such deals come along. And if you're interested in this, please go to wealthy-money.com forward slash Stockfile. Stockfile is spelled S-T-O-K-V-E-L. Please look in the description of this podcast as well. There should be a link to the Stockfile. And you can also join if you're in Lesotho, Namibia, Swaziland, and South Africa. You can just download the Stockfile app at um, on Google Play, Petal. If you're with Huawei, go to Petal Search and look for Stockfella and also iTunes in the iTunes store, right? So without further ado, I'm going to have Mizo start us off with Magical Expansion. Oh, yay. My takeaway number one, it's not Magical Expansion, it's Magical Feedback. Oh, this time. Magical Feedback. <laughs> oh my gosh the feedback i have got a whole page full but i'm gonna start with my favorite one everyone knows this that i love saying property is a relationship business long before it's your profit business it's a relationship business i don't know how many times tab was circled and triangulated so many people including myself without knowing I am one of the people who helped his company raise uh, money on the Section 12J. And one of our guests here, Doris Mbella, I can't remember what episode she was, 40-something. She was she was helping raising money um, on the Section 12J and she used my PropDocMan platform. And mm. we actually helped Tatumo, uh, Tabo's company, to raise Section 12J. Mm. So... She does, he does these big deals of 80 million. Where wow. are you going to begin with 80 million? Wow. It starts with a relationship. Forget the 80 million because it will overwhelm you and you will just give up and go home. But mm. 80 million with other people, you can start. You know, yes. you're going to just need 10%, 8, 8 million to raise. How am I going to raise 8 million? I don't have it in the bank. You find other people. You collaborate, Mm. you get creative, you speak to your professionals to say your fees are going to be paid later. The tribe, guys, that's my takeaway. The tribe. Yes, I love that. Yeah. So my first takeaway is he says rent is a function of the market and was not (gasps) growing at the same rate as rates and taxes. I know. So, wow. Okay, actually... I just get weak when I think of <laughs> you guys' stories because it's it's a lot. It's, it's a actually lot. a lot. It's so a lot. guys, just understanding that. And I think also yeah. for me, it's just understanding the increase in levies, right? Because like 
levies are so hella high. You know, levies can be like literally a quarter of your entire mortgage in Johannesburg or Cape Town. It's it's a lot of money, right? So just understanding your levies, your rates and taxes, all that, it is so important. So understanding that uh, I loved what he said about that rent, that like people kept saying it will cash flow eventually, it will appreciate, it will catch up, and then it just never did. So my takeaway is actually you can go very wrong with property, and actually property can be one of your biggest losses. There losses. are reasons yeah. why there's a lot of property developers that declare bankruptcy. It's yeah. something that we don't talk about. So oh, I that is my takeaway. It's just run your numbers, know your numbers, know what you can afford to lose. And then I think also my big takeaway from that story is cut your losses early. So, you know, like this thing of like holding on to something and it's frustrating you guys be okay with cutting your losses, like be okay with walking away from a thing. That's it. That's it. I don't know if you all notice, this is my second takeaway you all notice the kind of guests we have here. And that's, I think, I don't even think we pick them that way, but they all speak about the same thing. All of them will tell you about, you need to believe in the process. You need to be committed, Mm. right? And Mm. they speak about mindset of an investor. And he did a mindset shift because he was an executive of a big company. And he did a mindset shift when he realized he's going to leave the corporate and the safety of Mm. his salary and how is he going to now build real wealth. And you you can just see that there is a big thing about wealth is not, is not the money actually. Exactly. It is how you think of money and you can you can tell how he speaks about his collaborations, how mm. he picks the relationships, how he rewards his investors. Yes. He yes. has thought about it. He someone has has earned 500,000 and has been putting it in the bank. Mm. Mm. It's his hard-earned money. I need to reward him for taking the risk with me. I guys, Mm. I am. Mm. Yeah, that's the kind of, that's that's the kind of company I want to invest in. Not these companies (laughs) that take our money. 40 years later, when you are trying to retire, you discover your money has grown by 11% or 8%. No. Hey, please don't remind me. (laughs) But, uh, my takeaway from him also, my other takeaway that he ha- that I have is in line with what he said, what you just said, Mizo. Mm. But for me, I want to focus on the commitment factor. He yeah. said something really, really powerful, right? He said, success comes in doing things over and over, over. again. It's a habit. Right? It is a yeah. habit. And I remember yeah. when I was in my teens, I wrote down, yeah. I was reading this book. Oh, this is the book. So guys, this is 
kind of like it's going to be a short story, but you guys know I always have these weird stories. I read this book of a guy who makes lots of money in um, some doing something in Malaysia. I was I, I've always been an avid reader, so this yeah. was a fiction novel, and the way he described Malaysia. So obviously, years later, I had to. This is actually where the podcast started. I was in Penang, Malaysia, yeah. <laughs> living there. Actually, yeah. you remember me? So. Yeah. So like, and I remember the very first time I landed in Malaysia, I thought of this story. This story. Why I'm bringing it up was I, I've always circled this. There's a quote that never left me. One yeah. of the things that the author in that book says, the character has this realization. He goes, success comes in doing things in the correct order. Order. Right? Like, so it's the same kind of thing is that like success comes from doing things over and over, over again. And over. So you keep doing things. So there is this thing that keeps coming up with people that when they talk about success yeah. and it's like, you don't get like, just because something is boring you today, <laughs> like there are things, there were elements of the real estate investment journey that will be like, tedious and boring oh, right yeah. so you don't learn not to give up learn to pivot into something else learn to pivot into a different strategy learn to collaborate so that people that like those things get to do those things all that but you don't give up you don't you just give up going. yeah absolutely so that absolutely. that just reminded me of that book which That's i love such a lovely one that's such a lovely word. That is such, yeah. You know, just learning to stay. We we don't stay. Mm. I think we have a microwave culture, right? Mm. We have a microwave. Oh, it doesn't work. Whoops, we leave. Yeah? Yes. It's a microwave culture. So my last takeaway, not because it's my last takeaway. I don't know if you noticed how, how deliberate he kept talking about his mentor. Mm, he did. Coach. He did. And because he's a committed guy, his coach even co-invests with him. Mm. It brings me back to that commitment. When someone knows that mm. you are not here for the coaching in, out, and then you are going to put away the coaching book somewhere and then forget about it, they come along with you because they are invested mm. in your success. Yeah. So mm. this is this is so critically important. And coaching goes beyond property you know both Ven and I have got coaches and we've had I've had mm. the same coach for over 12 years when you want to go further and when you want yeah. someone someone that is going to push you and see your blind spots you get a coach in yes. life in money in business mm. in get a coach you know yeah. get a coach yeah, I've had the same trauma and yeah. business coach for the last four years. Yeah, um, she's British, and yeah. she has been incredible with yeah holding space for me. Like I see her for two hours every other week, and it has changed my life. We yeah. do check-ins. As because like I that for me, and I think this is awareness is key. Like I've always said to people, for me, the things that trip me up are not the practical things. I can easily figure out a strategy and be practical. The things yeah. that trip me up are the emotional things. Emotion. And get angry and cry. 
I can be in an emotional spiral for, yeah. for like days on end. But because I have a coach, she's able to drop in and take me out of that out spiral of there. so yeah. that I can come back to center and be practical Absolutely. and make the decision. So you need to, and I think this is why it's so important. They are coaches for almost everything. So if I like, and for me, I also have like a property mentor, right? And yeah. I'm lucky I work with Miso as a property mentor. So the stock file is just a blessing Easy. because of that. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's just important, man. So I'm it glad is. you brought that up, Miso. Yeah. It's so powerful. It is. My final takeaway is it took three years for the first development to come to pass. So my takeaway from this is just because a property deal looks easy, which like that's what it looked like to him, right? To Tabo, he was like, this is, this is a simple property deal. The structure is there in and out. Three yeah. years later, guys, and millions of rands more later. So my takeaway is you can like be prepared if you're going to go into a property development, be prepared for the unknown and be prepared that you may need to fundraise money even when you've got your own money Absolutely. doing this. So Absolutely. that's a note to sell. That is such a note to sell. It is, it is incredible. And property deals can go all over the place. But with a mentor, as mm. you can see, he has stayed, he has pivoted, he has done other things in between, found another property and they are back at this one they've just appointed a contractor really love the story love it one of my best and i don't know if we've had a developer who has gone deep into development like that this is oh, probably well we first. did um the lady from soweto she really oh yeah Yes, yes. One, uh, i forget her name posi has Kossi. just won an award you Is know it? that she won, yeah, she won, she won the award of the um, investor of the year or something. I don't know which category she is, but she won an wow. award at Sapin. Yes. Oh, oh wow. wow. That is absolutely incredible. Is. Love, it love it. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm so excited for her. Oh, okay, guys. That being said, let's move on to the next segment of the show. Absolutely. Now on to the journey to magical expansion, where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. Hey, property magicians. So we're at the next segment of the show, which is magical expansion. Miso is going to start us off as usual. Yes, this is where we ask our five favorite personal questions um, to our guests. Tabo, please tell us what book, if you are a reader, changed your life? We like sharing books on this podcast because we are an mm. education podcast. There's two books, if I may mention two. Sure, please. The Rich Dad, Poor Dad, okay. and the Think, Think and Grow Rich. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, awesome. So then, it's rich dad, poor dad, and think and grow think rich. Think and grow rich, yeah. Ah, so like Tabo, what keeps you inspired? What? What, keep, the question, uh, what keeps you inspired? Oh, 
So what could be inspired right now, really the biggest purpose at the moment is how many lives am I impacting transformation sure. you know, mm. through our educational and empowerment programs. You know? okay. So that really keeps me inspired as I see more of our students and then getting into their own deals and then transforming their lives and the number of throughout my property coach career, the number of people that have touched their lives with more moved on and done great things. It keeps me inspired. It keeps me uh, uh, in the belief that, I mean, we are a small pie as a black people in this in this in this industry. We're very small, but it's not about trying to say we're going to get a big chunk. No, the little that we can chip away, as long as it transforms our lives for the our lives. You know, and then we see that in practical terms. That really keeps mm. me going. You actually mm. forgot to tell us about that part of your life. You are a property coach and your programs teach teach what beginners, advanced people, what 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 people do you teach? And what kind we of a profile teach, of a person? Mm. Now we teach everyone, a good one. Sure. Now we teach everyone from uh, the beginners, uh, people who are being done one or two properties to people that have got a cup and number of properties, you know. I mean, we've got some of the students, some have got more than 12, 15 properties. Yeah. And you sit down and you do, mm. uh, I mean, as part of, you know, looking at the prop portfolio, uh, mm-hmm. planning, portfolio planning, and the person realizes that, I mean, more than half of those are not making money, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, so and making oh. So, guys. Lots of, come across and the difficult part for some of them is to let go some of those that people who have twenty individual properties, some of them still don't make money, becomes difficult. You know, yeah. so some of those to let go, you know. So someone oh, who yeah. just coming in as a beginner just to do the capital flip looking for cash flow, or someone just wanting to learn, you know, to say, no, I just want to learn, but I want to get into it maybe 12 months from now. For now. It's just to plant the seed, you know, just to yeah. plant the yes. seed. So we've really got people across the across the spectrum from beginners to not so called advanced, even the professional teams, people who are into construction, you know, and then mm. the, in, in different fields, of course, you know, it has architects, some of them as project managers, candidates. Yeah. They now want mm. to switch from those professional roles into property development, you know. Yeah. And yes. of course, I mean, they look at the blueprint that we've created. And some of them, of course, those that cannot get in, and then of course they f- they find ways to partner with us. To partner to with them, with us. exactly. Oh, that's beautiful. That is so amazing. So, Tabo, what did you wish you had known or done before embarking on your property investment? What do you wish you had known? I wish I had known this early in my life, to be honest. You know, I know, I wish, hey. Yeah, could have. I wish I could have reversed the clock, you know. But the passion <laughs> and the discipline I have and commitment, I wish yeah. I probably could uh, done it earlier on. It, it probably yeah. it was there, but it was not well fertilized. It was no well. It was not well natured, you know. Yeah. So mm. fortunately, I got a good coach. I certainly got a good coach who really steered me in the right direction. So I sure. think mentorship. And coaching is critical, you know. I wish critical. I could have come across that very early on in my life, mm, you know. So, me too. But things happen for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. True. I feel very blessed that I started working with coaches like in my 20s. 
Yeah. It changed my life forever. Mm-hmm. Like I've always had a coach since I was like 27. Mm. So <laughs> it's been helpful in my life. But mm. um, Tabo, what is it that um, you believe you still need to learn in property? Property is huge. There's no one, one single person that can say, I know it all, never, ever. Even <laughs> those that are running the big uh, real estate investment trust, never, never, you know, never, because there's so different aspects into property. I mean, you've got uh, logistics, you've got storage, you've got residential, you've got flips, you've got materials, buy to lets, property development, commercial. You know, they just, you've got a, a whole lot of laws that you need to navigate the taxes, the fi- taxation, the financing, the pro- you know, there's still a lot, you know. So you can never know it all. So it's, it's continuously growing. And then focus on the areas, I focus on the areas where I'm strong at, I focus on my strengths, the areas that I know, of course, I mean, there's a lot of them, where I'm, my weaknesses within the property space, I collaborate with the, with the people that have got there, the skills, the skills. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. and bring them on board. And then I focus yeah. on what I'm on what I'm good and strong at. You know, the others I bring other partners on board. You know, partnership is critical. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Strongly agree. Tabo, what property resource do you want to share with our property magicians? It can be a podcast, a YouTube, a mentorship program, whatever. What resource would you want to send someone who's listening to this podcast? I mean, naturally, so I want to send them to our own mentorship program. Which for is? For them to get onto our website, www.tatumo.co.za. Mm-hmm. Tatumo is T-H-A-T-H-O-M-O. T-H-A-T-H-O-M-O. Mm-hmm. That's Tatumo. And then we offer mentorship programs. I mean, you know, if we, we can offer one of your, your, your subscribers or followers a free mentorship. At a oh, program, wow. You know, what? Wow, how do they how do they how do they contact you? Mentorship? Yes. They can contact me directly, uh, Tavo <laughs> on 082-809-7777. Tavo 082-809-7777. So one yes. of your we could give you we're starting in Jan. We're starting in Jan the week of the 18th. The property development classes and the uh, other classes will be static. So listen to that. So, yeah, the sooner you give us the name, uh, the better of the lucky of the lucky person, lucky winner. Absolutely. Wow. wow. Okay. We cannot choose the person. You got <laughs> you have to put in parameters because now you put you're setting Nizo and I up, up. for like tons of email. <laughs> So you have to put in the parameters, Tavo. What do people need to do to apply for this? Yeah. Yeah. They are okay. go- we the are going to be indicted. Me- yes. <laughs> okay. Let me check my phone. Uh, I first want to send me a WhatsApp now within the next two or three minutes. Oh, um, this, is well, not, this is not fine. live. This so is not it- live. Oh, this so, is not live. Yeah, this is not okay. live. So we oh, are in a. It's a recorded. So, mm-hmm. so, what can we do, guys? Can I give it to you to choose whoever, whoever you want to? <laughs> That's fine. I mean, That's fine. We'll just use that, and we'll just we'll just send you a name. Ah. Yeah, I just I trust your I trust your integrity. 
Okay. <laughs> okay, so we'll do it this way, guys. The first person to respond to this podcast will be uh, that says they want the mentorship. Whichever contact address you use, either Mesos, myself, or you just click reply to the email to this, you will get the mentorship. I think that's, that's going to be the fairest, right? Yeah, that's no, no, it. That's fine. That's going to be the fairest. Yeah. This is just amazing because Tatumo is, um, yeah, without them knowing, they are our, our new partner now. In <laughs> this, is, this, is, this has been such an amazing podcast, Tabo. We, we honor and love property investors who yeah. think about the next and the next and people around them. Mm. And our people need someone to be able to speak to property in a way that they can hear and mm. your your podcast, I, I, I think it's just going to be one of those where people want to keep coming back and coming back to it. So I'm honored and I thank you um, for, for your time and for this investment in, in our people. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. My yeah. pleasure is mine. I thank you guys for the platform as well. Sure. Yes. Thank you oh, yeah. so much, Tavo. This has been great. This has been great. Can you please repeat what the Tatumo website is again so people can know how to get there? www.tatumo.co.za. Tatumo is T for Tabo, H for Henry, A for Alpha, T for Tabo, H for Henry, O for Oscar, M for Mary, O for Oscar. That's Tatumo.co.za. Okay. okay. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Tabo. We really appreciate your time. And thank you so much, Mizo. Thank you so much, Property Magicians. We thank will you see yeah. you guys again for the Christmas episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa, and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Vangile Makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians Podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at miranda at wealthy-money.com. Again, inbox me at miranda at wealthy-money.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.